y'all, this is Jonquil Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, it's your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You know what I realized with the intro, John? Because of free agency and player movement, we are going to have to update the intro pretty soon for a whole lot of people. Yeah. Well, we already got to update it for Mike. For sure. It's been it's been a while. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without Dolphin stuff to step to. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option. Look, y'all, we had a lot going on behind the scenes. Some things that were working. Some scenes, some things that weren't working so well. But if you haven't heard from us for weeks and you saw what the Miami Dolphins were doing, you know this is first and foremost a Dolphin-centric podcast. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yes, this is first and foremost a Dolphin-centric podcast. So we are going to take all of this time to just vent and get out everything that we need to get out. Welcome to Dolphin Safe Space. What a time. When was the last time we had this feel? Because last year, it was fun. Last year was a fun ride. Last year was like, oh man, this is like, this is a good feeling. It's almost like you got your high school sweetheart, you know, you're living the good life. And then all of a sudden now it's like, nah, we could not. We, we's the hot shit. I've never had this feeling. I've, I've legitimately... We've had the feeling with defenses. With defenses, I've never had the feeling from week to week where I know my team, not even just that they're going to win, but you know your team is a long-term type contender. I've, so n- I've never had that feeling. So good. I used to have anxiety every Sunday. All of us grew up with anxiety every Sunday. It's- and now <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Um, it it's, exists. It's not the same. It's not the it's same. Not the it's same. not the same. It's almost like... You know, I don't want to jinx us or anything, but it's like, yeah, you're going to go in there with the typical John thing saying, but we dead, we this, but you know what? No, that works. Keep doing that. We actually pretty good. Think about it like this. In any other situation, down 14 nothing at home, we think that game is done. Oh, we was going to the beach. We think that game is done. We don't finish that game, but we still had a certain level of confidence like, oh, well, now it ain't going to be a blowout. Maybe now it'll just be like a two-score game. Maybe now they just barely cover the spread. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. No. That's not what this team is. We mm-hmm. lived for a long time being a poverty franchise. We lived through shit. The first- Ever since Marino left. The first two, oh my God, if we were to list the horrible quarterbacks outside of the one Chad Pennington year that we went 11 and 5 and made, made it to the playoffs, right? And the Tannehill Matt Moore combination season with yeah, the but playoffs. Even the Tannehill years. You know what? We was watching Tannehill the other day, and you know, we're always going to have to talk about that scrub. Um, when I was watching the Tennessee game, when they were playing, they were in London. I was just like, we had hope with this guy. It was like seven, eight years of that. This guy was supposed to be our guy? Yeah, but we were... Think about it, right? Remember what the first two years of tour were like because Brian Flores was so horrible and had no confidence in him where we were... Oh, he bad. He's just flip- bad at... No, he's terrible. He's- where we were flip-flopping and not knowing what, what to Can do. Can you? It was almost a decade of Tannehill with that. Yeah. Like, think about it. If he stuck to his guns and just let Tua progress at the normal rate that he should rather than doing that Fitzpatrick bullshit. Yeah, that was garbage. He was, I don't know what he was doing, trying to bring his value down or something to try to trade him for like a, the typical Miami thing. Oh, we get two third round picks. And, and now look at him leading the league in everything. Hmm. 
Lawrence was an idiot. Coaching matters. And to anybody that thinks at the professional level, coaching does not matter. I look at the Miami Dolphins as the shining example. You, you better have the right person for that shit. You better. System matters. Coaching matters. But we say all that to say the Miami Dolphins are now must-watch TV. I was just looking at the, as we record this on Wednesday the 18th, I was looking at the Fox NFL Power Rankings. Dolphins, one. Dolphins number one. You know, I don't really like that. This is what I needed to bring to you, right? So remember how we always used to say, like we would be sitting out there watching SportsCenter saying, God, we just want to be a national topic of conversation. Like we just want people to talk about us. Do we really? No. No. Because I feel like they don't deserve to talk about us. (laughs) I feel like they haven't gone through the pain and suffering because the whole thing is, is anytime they start trying to talk about us, it's something negative at, at to some standpoint. It's not like, oh, the Dolphins are the greatest. It'll be like, oh, the Dolphins have the best offense because Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver, but Tua sucks. Like, they're still on this. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Y'all can't talk about us. You know who could talk about us? Us. My favorite thing was uh, Stephen A. Smith saying on first take. Oh, my that- God. Dinkin' Duncan. Yeah, and as he's saying it in the background, they show him Great throwing job a 50 to the pass to Tua. I like the producer on that one. Amazing. Like, yeah, just yeah, I was just gonna show all his ball. It's just like I get the whole um tour with the Dinkin' and Duncan, but yes, it works because you know why? It's an extended handoff. But here's the thing, though, and I I think just the tour conversation alone is enough for you to realize why we are the way we are with this team because. For no reason at all, we had probably the most polarizing quarterback in the NFL. There's absolutely no reason for people to be tattooed to her. Yeah, there was no reason for them to, to have the kind of takes on him. And to, it was really a lot of hate and vitriol behind it. And it was confusing because, like, this you is know someone why? that hasn't done anything to warrant he that. ain't six foot four, blonde hair, blue eyes, and white. But every... I mean, I don't want to say that's the only reason. I but, mean, that's like 90% of it. Because even if he failed, how many Alabama quarterbacks before him came along and failed? Like, it would have been par for the course. You know how come... Why was this one the one that everyone is? was... Look at Mac Jones. Look how much love he was getting regardless of what it was. Future of the league, some called him. Boy. Face of the league, <laughs> face, sorry. Face of the league. Like, the greatest Alabama quarterback to ever come out. He wasn't even the Y'all best was one in reaching. the room. Y'all was reaching. Because you see how long it took him to start showing love to Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. I mean, Justin Fields is in a shitty situation. And apparently, uh, Kyle Shanahan wanted to take Mike Jones. And Trey Lance was forced upon him. Sounds like a Flores thing in reverse. Sounds like a Flores thing in reverse. But But Brock Purdy, I mean, that's best case scenario for them. Great segue, because in Dolphins... Let me give you the background for Dolphins Safe Space. So it's me, John, and Dakari. We had to create a group with Cardo not in it with nobody else in it because as the games are going on we need to it's a therapy session is Mm -hmm. really what it is we have to convince each other that things are either going to be okay or we game plan for two weeks down the road this is the most exclusive club in the bahamas our favorite thing to do is give up very early very early we have to Mm -hmm. because we don't we're not actually giving up but it's a reverse jinx and the reverse jinx as anyone knows is the most powerful thing in sports but I feel like I always started saying we have to score 50. <laughs> like, well, yes, John. I don't like, think most most teams are not going to lose football games if they score 50. Yeah, but with our defense. No, yeah. No, we I, always say, 
if we get 50, we're comfortable. That's a, that's a legitimate thing. So what we're going to do is Kari couldn't join the call, but we are going to play voice notes from him and we will have Dolphin's safe space on the air. This, this is very exclusive material right here. One and only. How does this work? Oh, wrong one. See? I'll filibuster until John yeah. figures out where we're going. Which but one? so oh, it's this one. I sent Kari a list of topics and yeah, he is going to bent on them. All right, you could do this. Like, I don't know how you could edit this, but I know. What did you say? Well, oh, first time call a long time. All right, this is my first take. Is all of this useless? I was watching San Francisco when they play um, when they play the Cowboys. And what are we doing all this for? Like Dolphin fans yelling at Bills fans, Cowboy fans yelling at Giants, everybody worried about the Jets talking about Travis Kelsey. Is all of this just like for nothing because the 49ers could run through the whole league? Did they just get Tom Brady the second? And is he better than what young Tom Brady was like? He is better than what young Tom Brady was like. He just saying had get put in a position where he had to come back yet. And he just in the same um, position where uh, Brady had Belichick, he had Shanahan, and then he have way more offensive weapons. And the defense is not not as good. Dan is good tactically, but like physically they are better. So I don't know. I, it just seems that we could have a fun football season, but the Super Bowl is already over and San Francisco already win. It's so funny. I mean, it still it still holds full disclosure. We were supposed to do this like a week ago before mm-hmm. <laughs> before week six games. It still holds up because even though the 49ers lost that game to the Browns, you still feel the same way you did about the team, but that was Brock Purdy's first loss, and that was the first time he looked bad. I mean, I don't think he's better than Tom Brady when Tom Brady started. Oh, first year Brady was not good, John. I think he threw one touchdown the entire playoff run. And they what, were what did they do? They won the Super Bowl. Okay, and there you go. Um, no, I don't think no, no, no. That's no, not no, a purely no, no, quarterback yep, stat, John. That, that's a purely. He was great at what he did, and they won the Super Bowl. What's the objective of the quarterback and the team to do? Win the Super Bowl. Are you? Do, hold on, I got you right now. Do Do you mean to tell me that Zach Wilson's playing well because the Jets are treading water right now? He's playing all right. He's not. He's not playing terribly. Okay, he's all right. He's he's middle tier quarterback. Brady was all right. But that Patriots team exceeded all expectations. They beat the greatest show on turf. But you still have to do stuff in the regular season. Yes, but I'm saying... I think, think he had to do stuff in the Super Bowl. Think of how long a Super Bowl run is. The 49ers aren't winning the Super Brock Bowl. Brock had his chance to match Tom. He had his chance to match Tom. I will I will put it like this. There's no way the 49ers can win a Super Bowl if Purdy only throws one touchdown for the playoff run. Uh, boy, no. Yeah. No. Christian no. McCaffrey could throw like six no. of them. <laughs> I mean... If he even playing. He, he kind of like AD. He got... <laughs> Boy, when he play though. Yeah, when he play, but it's same thing with AD. Look, <laughs> no, I don't think, I think Tom Brady was just better. Yeah. And we're yeah. looking, but we also, we're looking, we're looking at it through at the prism picture. of we have the full Tom Brady story 20 something years. Yeah, but still, I mean, if you win the Super Bowl as a rookie, I don't care if you're throwing one. It's, uh, if you would have brought up the, um, what's the quarterback from the Ravens name? Hasselbert? No. Russell Wilson did it. As a young guy. I just saw a meme and it's like, this dude was one yard away from having two Super Bowls. No, he was. He it's was. like, it's insane. He was. But yeah, who um who won Super Bowl with the Ravens that year? Dilfer. Dilfer. Yeah. Trent Dilfer. If you would have told put that up, then I would have said, yeah, okay. 
That's a more equivalent Th- thing. Th- thank you. But the winning is not you, always you didn't, just. You didn't bring that one up. <laughs> but thank so, you for doing it for me. That's so, but the difference we're is, a team. Tom Brady actually had to put in work during the season. No, I, I, but you get you get what Kari was saying by that. I though. know Maybe what he's saying, but I still think Brady was better. Fine, Brady's better. This forty this 49er team, does the win do anything to erase that shine, or do you still put them because even if I was doing the power rankings, I still have the number one because our defense is so terrible. Yeah, our defense, I cannot we don't put have our Bosa. De- I cannot put our defense number no. one. We don't even have an Eric Armstead. No. We don't have We, I, we don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, Look, but 49ers. Thi- yeah, the thing is with the Niners is they were so convincing on those wins, right? And you're allowed flukes during the season. And that's just what it's like a buffalo fluke, you know? Boy, that's that's a bad fluke, though. They ain't even lose. Fuck the Bills! Fuck them! I still stand to this day that that's probably the greatest voice note I ever sent in my life. They ain't even lose to, like, Deshaun Watson in them. No. They lose to P.J. Walker. I, and I feel like that's what really makes it, like... That's a temple tough. That That's what really makes it, like, boy, so y'all could have one of these games? Because that's pretty bad. Losing you to just, Buffalo You is just hope thing. that they don't... Well, we do hope, but... You hope that your team doesn't have that type of game in the playoffs. Yeah. Cause it cause it could all fall apart. Um, but are it to what he was saying, are we all doing it for nothing? No, because I feel like there's no clear cut favorite right now in the NFL. If they were in the AFC with the Dolphins, then you can start arguing, I believe you're doing it for nothing. To a point. But they got a loss. Dolphins got a loss. Because here's the thing, Chiefs right? Chiefs got a loss. Like, this, this Eagles got a loss. The, like, the you, Chiefs will always be in it. The Eagles, if Jalen Hurts can put together a run, and the Eagles will be we're fine. We're not starting next week. Starting the week after. Starting the week. Hopefully starting the week after. But all of those teams are going to be... Buffalo is still in it, despite the fact that they lost some bad games. All of these teams are going to be there at the end. So, I think there is parity. And no, there's a lot of parity this season. For we're sure. not we're not all doing it for nothing. 49ers aren't heads and shoulders above everybody else. Um, I think I can't remember what his next voice note is about, but I remember the defense is at the end. Let's see. All right, take two. The second thing that I enjoyed about this NFL season was the fake accounts. So <laughs> oh, if you yeah, don't yeah, yeah. notice, Liam Eikenberg, the Dolphins backup center. He had a fake account, but he had like a Nancy Pelosi something on it where he was going on Twitter and uh, defending himself, talking shit about how, um, you know, Liam just, this is his first time playing center. He did a really good job. Even Coach McDaniel would say it. So as the fans roasting him, he getting online and defending himself. And then um, Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator for the Steelers, was doing the same thing because people think the Steelers offense is trash. He created a fake account to then defend themselves. And the best thing about how both of these guys got found out is that they were using the company email to create the fake Twitter account. So this is something that would never happen to like a Gen Z person, but this is something that could completely happen to a millennial. A a Gen Z person would just make up a fake email and then have that burner defending themselves. But you should know as the athlete, whenever it's a random person defending a random thing, who is going to randomly defend the backup center for the Dolphins? Who is going to defend the offensive coordinator for the Steelers? It makes no sense. 
I'm not gonna lie. I feel like we, we would, would defend. randomly defend. The yeah, no, no, no. no. We were we were defending because boy, fifty eight, boy, fifty eight was making some mistakes, and we clearly choose not to use his name because I'm I don't want to learn your name because I feel like you are temporary. Yes, no, I don't know why Kari said that when he damn well knew we were looking for centers after that first. The exact moment. thing I thought was, well, we all would be randomly defending the Dolphins' <laughs> third string players because that's kind of what we do. Like, but center boy. At one point in time, that those snaps were an adventure. But I, I think like all people who are connected to the internet on a consistent basis, right? And it's easy for me to say because I'm not an athlete and I'm not somebody whose job is judged by millions of people on the internet, right? But if I was, I can't say for certain that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to answer people the way like Kevin Durant does. Or maybe those people are just so afraid of keeping their jobs afraid yeah. of the backlash they they, Kevin Durant. yeah like and even KD started with the burner but then he got to the point like nah fuck it I'll just do it myself I don't need a burner but well, but hopefully our center Matt Canada and no I think the Matt Canada thing's worse than the player yes like 100% you, you can't be a coach and be that stupid and also it's because he really is that bad like it's clearly one of the worst offenses in the nfl so i don't even know what his burner account was saying like how was he justifying what was the name of his burner account and how are you stupid enough to make a burner account from the company email like gmail exists outlook exists <laughs> you can make any email you want i don't understand we do it when we go shopping all the time yeah we, we get those discounts like, i i don't get it like, like you know how much emails i have just for discounts all of them but you create a burner account and then you fight. And that's another thing. The only thing that's that that the only email they have? It might be. I don't think it has to. Everyone got to have a Gmail. Like, I feel like that's just poor, like, life management. Everyone got to have one. Like, I understand I when you're a Pittsburgh Steeler coach. Your long-term, the longevity there is 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 there, right? You're almost like a lifer to one point. But see, I but feel like, like... How do you, like, if you get fired, what are you going to do? Email another team through your Steelers account? That's my thing. I feel like when you fill out your Steeler information or when you fill out your Dolphin information, you had to have an email on that form. So they gotta have another one. Also, I wonder why they give them emails. Like, I know it's probably like, okay, guys, we're going to put you in a special just blah, pa- blah, blah. paper trail, I so, guess. <clears throat> I really believe we could just do Tua at MiamiDolphins.com and get the Tua now. Hmm. It always leads back there, doesn't it? Let's go to the next voice. Huh? Let me find this thing. It does always lead back there. There's a third one, right? Yeah. All right, the next thing. Uh, you know, me and John are the two most pessimistic Dolphin fans, and we hope that will be rewarded. Lies. Except for me in fantasy football. Because in fantasy football, I've been trying to assemble the Dolphins and I've been trading away a bunch of assets to get these players. Like, I just made a trade where I traded Alave, uh, and I know people hate hearing about other people fantasy football, Alave, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, and Deontay Johnson. I traded it for Mostert and Jared Judy just because I wanted Jared Judy just in case he got traded and Mostert because a Chan out right now. So I was like, all right, like, let me just do that. So now I have uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, Mostert, Hill, and I think our defense as well. And now I have to try to trade for Tua. But I don't even know if I have the draft capital left to get him. I mean, he's absolutely right. I don't care about this topic. And I think we should listen to the fourth voice note. But it is a great year to have Dolphins on your fantasy team. Yeah, right? but I don't care. Okay. So before the season... 
I said that if Devon Achan is good, we are going to break the league. And I think like we still need to get the reps with it. I think what's going to be good is like during this time that Achan is out, that means like Claypool is going to get a lot of run. And then also, um, also he gets a chance to learn the playbook and maybe learn some wide receiver routes, right? Like he, like McDaniel could like really, really try to train him up for this stuff, this kind of stuff while also like getting the team prepared. But I think that like with Claypool, I've been like low key about it, but I think that we might have like stumbled into some historic shit right now. Whereas if everyone healthy, the offense is too good. Like legitimately it will be unstoppable by the time they play a whole season. And I could do a separate one for the defense, but like the offense, of course, like we could have a great offense and still lose, or Tua could have a day like he had against the Giants and we could lose. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. All that's fine. But fundamentally, the offense is going to be like completely unstoppable by the time we get to the end of the season and everyone knows their shit and we know how to play in loud environments and it ain't our first rodeo. I, I genuinely believe this. But then, of course, shit could still go wrong. But like that's neither here nor there. But like the between the offensive line and running backs the offense is like legitimately perfect and it's about Tua getting able to like get to his third read and scramble and I have I can't believe that other people just don't watch it and see it the same way um and I think it's like because of Dolphin fans we so used to watching other people offense be good they'd be like oh yeah that is unstoppable like what are you gonna do with that it would be the equivalent of like if the if the Chiefs were to get say if they traded for like Mike Evans and another like a like Sherfield from Buffalo or something, then their offense would be as unstoppable as ours because their quarterback is better. But people are just like really really hesitant to see it with the Dolphins. But we do need to steal that Lions play though. Here's the thing about the Dolphin offense, right? And I feel like it's partially. I don't know if you've had this same experience. I heard uh, Billy Gill said on the Levitard show, and I I felt the same way last week. It's kind of ruined watching other games for you. You know what I would say? I would feel like this reminds me when I watched this offense of the UCF 2017 season where it was just a bunch of fast people, a bunch of like misdirections, and it just looked good. And it was exciting. And you can lose and you, well, we didn't lose that yet. But you you know what I'm saying? Like close game. It just looks good. It's it's great to the eye. It's like, exciting yeah, to watch. And it's, it's an exciting brand of like, football. Yeah, no, it's something where I love it. Like no one, like we said before, when the Rams and Chiefs had that like eight hundred to eight hundred and one yes. games. That's the great games. That's it, what we're going to be doing every week, pretty much. It seems like, but it just looks good. It, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Like we watch so many Dolphins where it's like hand the ball off. Oh, we got 14 points. 19, 14 to 19 9 to 16 games. games, bro. Yeah, it's like, no, we ain't into that no more. 14 to 17 we, games, We're dropping bro. 42 at home two every was, game. Two was first year. Everything was a screen pass. Everything was a slant, Flores, a yard off Flores. the line. It was so awful. Flores was y'all king. And we would be like, I was so fucking wrong on that. But but no, you're, you're, you're right. And it's something that even casual football fans can get into. And the thing about this offense is it's not only exciting, but it's effective. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you see teams leading in passing, but also in rushing? We were Never. E- 
even as Dolphin fans, we were like, any running back was available. We wanted Dalvin Cook so bad. We were disappointed we didn't get him. Hmm. When Jonathan Taylor became available, we were disappointed we didn't we didn't get him. And any defensive end and linebacker gets available and we don't get them. All right. Well, t- t- we can get to that. <laughs> we get to the <laughs> but, to defense voice note. But look at what I trust the trust the Shanahan tree, which Mike McDaniel is from. Trust that zone running game, but that it just, zone running system. It just makes sense, though, because if you have a good running game, mm-hmm. you're going to have a good passing game, and it's just going to blend together. And you just seen it. Like, what are the teams going to do? They know we could pop off a 50-yard run anytime, but if you're averaging five yards on the ground, then all of a sudden that gives two or more time to be able to do what he has to do. And perfect to your point of it blending together, right? And Tua has worked on getting the ball out quicker, but in these six games, only been sacked six times. The biggest... And we don't even have our star in offensive line yeah, every and game. Like, it's, come on, guys. Yes, the line is doing its job, but it's also... Is it? Players are schemed <laughs> Players are schemed open, and the players are designed for Tua to get rid of the ball quicker than anyone else, and he's doing that effectively. So all of these things are working I don't get why motion. people like take that as a negative. It's so stupid, like, because it was Brady's <clears throat> greatest attribute. Yeah, it's like, all right, we're going to get this ball off in 1.5 seconds, the odds of you getting sacked in 1.5 seconds is probably like 0.01%. So, yes, it makes sense. If you could run these... You know what it is, though? Because a lot of these casual people, they actually don't remember the Patriot drives. They remember the field goal or the touchdown to win it. Mm-hmm. All of the Patriot players were like that. Most of them. All of them. <laughs> they would slot... Look, the only time they had the big-time receiver was Randy Moss. Yeah. Randy Moss was the big-time receiver, and you could see that he was able to go deep and all that. But Dion Branch, Wes Welker, all the, those years. Belichick was ahead of the curve knowing, if I am going to keep this quarterback healthy, I'm going to keep him upright. Everyone knows. Get rid what of is the ball. It? If you could guarantee three yards a carry, every carry in the NFL, you you're going to run the ball. Yeah, You're going to become a Army or a Navy and you're going to run the ball every play because you're going to guarantee a first down every single time. That's going to be boring as hell, but it works. It ain't boring when Mozart and A-Train do it. No, because they're, they're dropping 60, 70-yard touchdowns. I want to give some numbers. That, and I'm, I just want to call these numbers that'll make you smile. Dolphins have 30 touchdowns this season. Tua's quarterback rating, 114.1. Mozart has 11 touchdowns this season. Dolphins have average. Tyreek's leading the league in receiving he, yards. He's nearly a thousand yards in six games. Dolphins have averaged f- nearly 500 yards a game. It's 498.7. Next closest team is the Chiefs, 116.14 behind the Dolphins. Mm. So we're 117 yards ahead of the Chiefs. The Dolphins have totaled 2,992 yards of offense this season, six weeks in. The Giants and Bengals combined have a total of 2,814. You know what a crazy stat is? I think um, a chain is still third in the league in rushing. Yeah. Something like that. And he's like... What has he played? Like four games? He didn't play the first game. I don't think he... Didn't play the second game. Yeah, I don't think he played the second game. He came out with the Broncos. I think he had like some spot duty and some other stuff. And then he gets hurt. And it's like, bro. Hey, you know what? Save it for the playoffs. All right, so uh, that is the good part, and now we get to the final voice note, which is going to talk about the worst part of the team, this defense. Gianna Phillips needs to play middle linebacker. I think that's Van Ginkle's spot. Mm-hmm. 
And I think when Ramsey's back, like everyone is slowly coming back to health. Like Nick Needham is coming back. Brandon Jones is coming back. He getting the rust off him. So I know he didn't get run over um, versus the Giants. He get run over a whole lot versus Buffalo. That was a bad spot. The defense looked like trash before, but I think that the defense could actually be good. And by good, I mean like the if we have the 15th ranked defense, we are in the Super Bowl. Could still lose to the 49ers by two touchdowns, but we are in the Super Bowl with the 15th ranked defense, and I think they could get to 50. And I just don't get embarrassed again. But then we also had the point of like, if we lose to the Eagles and the Chiefs, then the narrative could be we can't beat good teams, and then that's it. All right, I think that's it for now. Ask me to do these on Sunday. Oh, we don't need the rest of that. Look. Point Jalen Phillips dead. They're, they're, they're terrible. Like yeah. there's no there's no getting around it. The defense is bad. Here's, like, here's the, the thing. Y'all are all Jalen Phillips fans, right? I don't I can't even just focus on Jalen no, 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 I know you, you're gonna start. I'm here. gonna start it with Jason uh, with Jalen Phillips. And the reason why I'm starting with Jalen Phillips is this guy's supposed to be a catalyst, right? Like our defensive line is pretty stout <clears throat> with Wilkins and um what 92 name is. It's a funny name. I can't pronounce it probably. Anyways, them they're good. My problem has always been Phillips. I don't think he, like, to me, he's like a situation, maybe once in a thing, a third down. And it's been proven because Van Ginkles came in and he's just been producing like crazy. But my biggest thing is, and why I bring up Phillips first, when they did that interview and they said, oh, what about the new offer? Oh, we don't know the plays fully yet, or we don't have the concept fully yet. Bitch, you don't have the concept fully yet. Like, that's terrible that one of your premier defensive players supposed to be up here is saying, oh, I don't know the plays like that. Like, we're still learning them. Like, bro, no, those should have been learned. You think that's more of an indictment on him or Frangio? On, no, on him. I don't know if he's the only one that would be saying that. He may have been the only one that they publish in that story. You don't, I don't know if he's the only one saying that. But you don't say things like that, though. You know that. Okay, here's the thing, right? But I get where you come from with Vic the Jalen. I get where you come from with the Jalen Phillips thing, and I I have been rooting for him. I wanted to see Jalen no, Phillips. I be want great, him obviously. to be successful yeah. too, because him being successful means the Dolphins are doing yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, we've blah blah blah. But Van Kingle's just come out and he showed me that he deserves to be no, starting in that spot. We've and I like to have just as many pass rushes as possible, right? So I feel like because of my need for Jalen Phillips to be good. I have rooted for him. That being said, and I, I agree with you, underperformed, been underwhelming, has not made the progression that people thought that he should make at this point. And be- literally, this is supposed to be the year that he transitions to something else, right? But at the same time, the games that he ain't play, this defense was still horrible. Like, this defense gets beat from everyone. So to me, there are huge fundamental differences so much bigger than Jalen Phillips, bro. But I think, yeah, that that... I would say that's more of a scheme, like game day stuff. The thing is, I don't think any player is going to really come out and say, I don't get what he's doing. I think they'll say, I get what he's doing, and it's stupid as fuck. Right. There's a difference yeah. than saying, I don't understand the the, the concepts. I understand them, but they ain't working. Because, dog, Jalen Phillips ain't why Carolina comes in and scores two touchdowns early on. Like that. No, they came out like, did you see the interview that Tua did before the game? Right. Yeah, they came out like just saying, ah, you know, it's Carolina. 
I don't know though because every team has been it's doing hot. it. It's hot out here. Even but the, even the games that we win, we win despite okay, our defense okay, being bad. Yeah. This is not an average defense. It's below it's average. Terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, bad. when I saw the rankings, it's like twenty eighth and twenty. I'm like, what? So Car is right. If we're fifteen, we're making the Super Bowl. But also, it could be something that these offensive coordinators, because you remember the first two drives are usually scripted drives. They just see something, and it takes Vic ten thousand. In years to learn how to blitz, like throw a blitz in every once in a while, like bro, we went from blitzing too much to not at all. Yeah, like can like, we find? No. Can we find, find a happy medium? Just, just, just blitz. Sometimes you know what? Start the game off with a blitz. Maybe it's a sack fumble. Even the Chargers game, I remember all of us being in the group like, when the fuck are we going to blitz? Like, please blitz. Yeah, the and last possession. And then on the final drive, we finally blitz and it works. And we're like, where was that? So even from then, I know the Chargers are a good offense, but they lose games late. But even from then, you saw the holes in this defense, and it, oh, has, yeah, no, no. it has not gotten better at all through six but, weeks. But, 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 when Jalen come back. But, Jalen Phillips may be dead, but we have faith but, in this other Jalen. Oh. And so that's the thing, right? And even, this is even kind of unfair, the position that Jalen Ramsey is going to be in. Because... Mm-hmm. Now we expecting too much. Now you expect him to come in. Sorry, bro. You expect him to come in and be a savior. You expect him to come in and whatever side of the field he's playing, lock down. Savior needs to start locking down again. So you're thinking that that's going to change everything. Man, that's a good secondary. Yes. But see, the thing about it is the secondary and the pass rush were not not good. Jordan Baker is the best one. The secondary secondary and the pass rush work so well together that both have to be good enough to help each other. Mm-hmm. Like your secondary is better if your pass rush Do can you get think to the quarterback. If Ramsey comes, well, when he comes back, because they said it's twenty one days away minimum. For Boy, I need back. him for the I need him for the Eagles. Boy. <laughs> but anyways, they say twenty one days minimum. Do you think more blitzes will come knowing that he has Xavier and because Xavier began to kill plenty sometimes? I mean, you still gotta you still gotta go with him, but you got Xavier, you got Ramsey, right? And then you one got of them got Holland. Gotta one of them gotta eat. Yeah, one of them one gotta, gotta eat. eat. But that means you're gonna be putting Holland more on the Xavier side. Do you think that's gonna open up more blitz? Because all we're asking for is more blitz. I think that's what that's what has to happen because, and this has been the problem that a lot of Dolphin insiders have said. They they have said that the defense is schemed around having these two elite corners that can survive on an island. And it's, it was supposed to be that way from Jones was there. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was unlucky though. Obviously, it hasn't played out well because the last two big time corners that we've paid, seen what happened, mm-hmm. right? So is it having an effect on everything else? Yes, but I will say you got to have some kind of contingency plan in place. Like the front seven has to be able to get some kind of pressure. You're putting too okay, much on he, your corner. Here's the thing, and let's just keep it real. Sacking the Giants three million times and the Panthers three million times don't mean nothing. No, absolutely it, it, nothing. It's, it's, it's empty stats. Yeah. We don't really like empty stats. It's great. Do it to Motiv- Buffalo. Yeah, it's great motivation. Do it to the Eagles. Do it to it's the great, Eagles and the Chiefs. It's great motivation. It's great, like, going in there. You get your incentives, whatever the hell it is. I mean, we needed them. We, we needed, needed that after yeah, the yeah, Buffalo Yeah, no, 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 no. But we needed those two games. So hopefully, because you remember, football's, football's a weird sport. Mm-hmm. Granted, we don't play it. But it's a, the ultimate team sport and the game of momentum. It's, it's I, I think, think it's worse than baseball. I was about to say, I like you look at what the Phillies are doing now. I think football is really momentum driven oh, like yeah, that yeah. too. So all of a sudden, if they think they can do it, 
they can do it, but boy, the Phillies good though. Yeah. That we seen teams go on. I I feel like the Eagles went on that kind of run mm-hmm. last year. We saw the Bengals go on that kind of run. Like it happens in it happens in football, but the, the, this defense is stress us out. Like yeah, we, no, no, hundred. This is that's the Achilles heel of the team, and I know Billy did say it, so you got to give him credit. Jason Sanders is on thin ice. Oh, Jesus, he's been he has lived. On it. He's on thin ice. So the last couple of games, I don't have the confidence in him like I used to have. No, no. What is that about? Like when you become good, you have. You less remember Linda Mari when we were like guaranteed, and then he hit that part of his career where it was just like. You ain't a Lindo no more. You know, on Twitter, I see X or whatever. I see an, someone posting a Linda Mari picture every week. You know, like with the Dexter's Lab thing where he's looking longingly yeah. at the locker. They always post an Linda Mari like, I miss you so much. Yeah, no, but Linda was automatic back in the day. Like, oof. But then Pete Saranovich, what a cunt. John, don't take us back there. Like, this is... No, these people got to know. This is Dolphin safe space. This is a Dolphin safe space. I guess other things happen in the NFL, but it really ain't important. So these next two weeks, you will either hear more from us or less from us because this right here, I don't want to say it's the season because there's a lot can no, happen no, no, no. after this it. is the season. All right, because, fine. Okay. I didn't want to be the no, one no, saying no, no, no. Thank this you. This is the Thank season you. because here's the deal with it. Like you said, oh, they can't beat the good teams. Oh, no, no, bullshit, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Granted, the Kansas City game, I feel like because it's going to be played in Europe, that shouldn't really count no, towards it does. anything. It can, no, no, it counts. Mahomes but, could do that shit anywhere. Yeah, yeah, Mahomes could do that shit anywhere for, for true. But I'm just saying, because of like the abnormality of the travel, a or lot whatever, of variables. Yeah, th- there's too much because we don't know what the weather's like in Europe. We don't know what the field conditions. They play in are. Germany, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, there's this. You know how much beer they're gonna drink. Like, you don't know how much going out they have to do to promote because this is like, isn't this the first game in Germany or something mm-hmm. like that? So it's like it's gonna be a whole like. Shit show. Let's just be real. Okay, hold so, on. Hold on. So John. this weekend is going to tell us what the Miami Dolphins are. Not the following week, because the same thing could be said with Kansas City as well. That they might, you know, if okay, if Taylor Swift goes to Germany, oh fuck, like that's going to be an entire shit show. Like I, that's that's all I'm saying. Like Germany, there's so many variables we do not know. I like where you're going with this, but I like that if we lose, if we win. Then I go the complete opposite of everything you said, look, and the Dolphins this, are. This is legitimate. how you got to look at it, right? When we beat the Eagles, right? We beat one of the best teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Europe, and when we beat the Chiefs, then we could say, "Shit, don't matter where we play." Yeah, because now- we could go anywhere and we could we could win. Because you know, right now, because but if we lose to the Chiefs, beat the Eagles and lose to the Chiefs, then it's just going to be like it was a circus, but like. You, you really can't. Mm. I'm not one of those big schedule people, but you know, everyone is saying, you know, look at look at our schedule and the teams that we beat have this record of like. You still got to beat the damn teams. No, play who you got to beat whoever's there. They not so, thought they did. Yeah, it's, we didn't know they was gonna be dead when the season. But look started. at this: the Jets beat the Bills, right? And Shit it's just happens. Like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers blew his we Achilles, ju- and look, the NFL is the funniest thing. Like we say, it's a game of momentum. You just don't know what's going to happen. We started this talking about PJ Walker uh, beating the 49ers. so don't talk about schedule and what the what the record is of the teams that you've beaten because you still mm-hmm. got to go in there and get it done. That being said, these two weeks are everything, and I'm nervous already, but it's glad to be back. This is a safe space. <laughs>